0: I'll invite you to uh, return to your seats and let's stand together. Amen. Why don't you just look around the sanctuary and smile real big at everybody that you see. The joy of the Lord. Amen. Let's pray and let's worship the Lord together. God, we exalt you tonight. Jesus, we worship you. We give you praise and glory, God. There is none like you, Lord Jesus. There's none besides you, O God. You're worthy of all of my praise. You're worthy of all of the glory that I could give you, Lord Jesus. Besides you, there's no other. Let's just lift our voices and worship the Lord together. Give him some praise from your heart, from your spirit right now. Jesus, you are holy. Jesus, you are holy. Blessed be your name, O God. You are high and exalted above all the earth, Lord Jesus. God, it's in you that we live and move and have our being. Jesus, we know that without you, we can do nothing. Lord, we know that without you, we could do nothing. Jesus, we return our praise to you right now. Jesus, we return our praise to you. We give you glory, O oh God. We give you glory, O God. Thou art exalted, Lord Jesus. Thou art exalted, Lord Jesus. Blessed be your name, Lord. Blessed be your name, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, let's talk to the Lord. We've come from a long day, a long week, some of us already, but right now is a good time to get alone in the presence of God. He will meet us here with his spirit. We just need to open our heart to him. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Lord, thou art exalted. Lord, thou art holy. Jesus, you are holy. We magnify you tonight, Lord. We magnify you tonight, Lord Jesus. We bless your name, O God. We give you glory and honor. We give you glory and honor tonight, Lord Jesus. We give you glory and honor tonight, Lord Jesus. Thou art exalted, O God. Thou art exalted, O God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let's thank the Lord for all that he's done for us. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for the breath that you've given us, God. Thank you for the life and the liberty that you've given us, Lord Jesus. Thank you, God, for every blessing. Thank you, Jesus, for every blessing. Jesus, we could never repay you for all that you've done for us. Lord, you are so good to us. Lord, you are so good to us. I thank you for that tonight. I thank you for that tonight. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, hallowed be your name, O God. Hallowed be your name, O God. You are holy, Lord Jesus, you are holy, Lord Jesus. We praise you, your name tonight, oh God. We praise your name tonight, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank the Lord. You may be seated. Today is a, today is a special day for our brother, Martin. I'm going to invite him and just tell you what this day is meaning to him he said he's been talking about it all day so i don't think he's going to have a problem telling you about it tonight
1: praise the lord Um, i'm thankful to be here today i just want to share with the with the church i came to this church uh two years ago i think it was july 18th of 2016 i had just recently been released from prison um i've been on probation for 22 years and uh, today I was released from that. i uh, had been on since I was 20 years old. I've been a dr- I was a drug addict for 25 years. I had six drug overdoses. I've been shot, stabbed. And uh, it just goes to show that no matter the circumstance or the situation that you find yourself in, God can bring you out of that circumstance and that situation. You know, God can choose somebody and bring somebody from the gutter or somebody who thinks that their life has no purpose and it has no meaning. There is meaning when God finds purpose in a vessel and he chooses to bring it to his kingdom, he'll use it any way that he wants to use it for his honor and his glory. And, you know, people today have been asking me, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I said, I'm already doing it. I'm, I'm, and they're like, they've asked me, do you, you know, you're free now. And I said, you know, when I accepted Jesus Christ into my heart, I was free that day. You know, there's liberty now today in my life. There's freedoms that I get to experience as far as not waking up addicted to a drug not waking up, running out to the streets and having to go hustle or make some money. God has given me a freedom today, you know, and the freedom and the liberty to stand up here and share with you what God can do for somebody, you know, somebody that we're praying for, somebody that we're reaching for. You know, uh, we all have family members that that might be struggling, but, you know, we can continue to pray for them and continue to reach for them because, uh, you know, God has purpose and people when he chooses, you know, he'll bring that person out. And, And it wasn't an easy walk. You know, people sometimes think that, you know, that this walk was really, really easy, that it just something happened overnight. And it was just like this miraculous thing that happened. But when you dedicate your life to Jesus Christ and you decide to walk for him, you're going to go through some things. okay? because you got to start denying yourself the things of the world and saying, you know what, I'm not going to do that anymore. This is not something that I want to live in. This is not something that I want to walk in. You know, so God is continually he's adding to my life and I'm sure he's adding to your life as well. You know, yeah, I reached a two-year mark, but it doesn't stop right there. It isn't like, yeah, I made it. This is the finish line. This is where I'm at now. Nah, they just going to keep going because, I, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I love being here. I love being part of that little seat right there. But I feel that God has more purpose. He has more meaning and more direction for each and every one of us. You know, he has something for each and every individual. I don't care how young you are or how old you are. God places people in our lives. He does things for us, and he puts certain individuals in front of us so that we can minister to them. We can share with them what God can do. And everybody will say, man, I can't believe that God did that for you. And I said, believe it because you're, lo- you're looking at a walking, talking, living testimony of what God can do for somebody. It's real. It happens. He's real. He's real. And, you know, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for, for Brother Tim and Sister Sally opening their doors to me. And allowing me that opportunity, I know that was a God-given thing. There, that that second chance had come because I've made so many poor decisions in my past that everybody turned their back on me. Nobody wanted every, anything to do with me. People will count you out. Say, you know what? This is this this guy. He's really not worth the time. Investing time into him, he's probably going to mess up. He, you know. But you, we give people in our lives reason to doubt us sometimes because we do things where we break people's trust, and they're like, I don't know. Should I? Should I? Should I? Should I let that happen? But I'm thankful for the opportunity for the people that have been in, in my life, you know, Pastor Hart and his, his family. I remember first coming here. they asked me to I think it was house sit for them, so they went out of town. I was like, "Really? They're going to let me go stay in your house." <laughs> so it was cool, but I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for the friendships. I'm thankful for the direction that the, and the path that, that God has put me on. I want to be obedient to that. You know, I want to I wanna share what God has done for me with people. And I give I get that opportunity every Monday night to to share what real life experiences, you know, and and you know I get these these messages from some of the people that I, I speak to at the class, and you know I, a guy said the other day he goes yeah you know I listened to some guy talk with all these tattoos and he shares all these stories and. He goes, I can't help but just listen to this guy. And he, he sent me this message, and he was like, thank you. But it's not anything that I'm doing. It's nothing that it's, it's not about me. It's what God's doing in me that allows me to speak, you know, what, where I've been and what God's doing with me now. And, and uh, you know, I'm just thankful for it. You know, today I, yeah, I got the chills. It was kind of a different feeling for me being on probation since you're 20 years old and walking out of there. You know, I, I just got the chills all over my body, and I was thanking God, and I was praising him. Because this is, this is uncharted territory for me, okay? I've never had my own apartment. I've never had my own things that were mine, things that I worked for. Yeah, I had them, but I earned them the wrong way. So I kind of neglected all those things and gave them all back, went back to prison four different times. But, you know, God's blessed me with certain things in my life, and they're blessings that I don't want to give back. Because we can give back a blessing. Because we can take something, receive it, and then start stepping out of God's will. And when we start stepping out of God's will, we start handing things back. So, you know what? I don't want this anymore because the minute I start doing that, I'm saying I want to go sit back in a prison cell. I don't ever want to have a family. I don't ever want to have a wife. I don't ever want to have a car. I don't want none of that. I want to go sit in a cell with another guy for the next 10 or 15 years. I don't want to give those blessings away. I'm thankful for what God's given me today. And, you know, I have to find thankfulness in that on a daily basis because I don't want to take anything for granted. You know, because sometimes we can't take things for granted myself. I, I really don't. I want to appreciate every little thing that comes into my life, whether some people may think it has worth or it doesn't have worth. It has worth to me. When Brother Caleb blessed me with that vehicle, it didn't run. And I went and told everybody that God gave me a car. Okay. And they're like, but it doesn't run. I'm like, I don't care. God gave that to me. And it was a blessing. You know, and it's, conti- it's been a continual blessing to me. And, you know, I'm thankful for the friendships that I've made through that little car. I met a mechanic guy. He's a great guy. I'm praying for him. He's a good guy. But, you know, there's all these little blessings that that God gives us and, you know, jobs. And, you know, I I, I, I try not to find, you know, complaint in where God places me because, you know, even with the finances that I get, you know, I'm thankful for that. Because I listen to people that I work with. And, you know, a lot of people will complain, oh, well, you know, you don't pay me this enough. I do not get paid enough. And. You know, I was working for $0.42 an hour for five years. So when I got a job, they paid me some, you know, I thought it was good money. (laughs) But $0.42 an hour for $55 a month, and they were still taxing that. So I was getting like 30 bucks a month. But, you know, I'm thankful for the job, thankful for the home, thankful for the friendships, everybody here. You know, I'm here. I'm not leaving here. God's placed me in this body for a reason. I believe God's going to continue to do great things with me and with each and every one of you. Just, just you know, be open and receptive to what God's doing for us. In Jesus' name.
0: Amen. 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 I'm thankful to the Lord. It's, it's fun to watch God get glory. Amen. And that's exactly what he's doing through Brother Martin. He's getting all the glory. You can't you can't look at that story, that individual, hear about that, without knowing and seeing the glory of God. That's that's it's. We we use that word a lot in the, in church. Glory, and and half of us I probably say don't even think about what does that really mean. We just say it because we're in church. Really, what it means, glory is. An appearance of something. We talk about the glory of God. Well. That's the glory of the music stand right there. Everybody look at it. You see it. That's the glory of it. It's not much to behold, but that's what it is. That's what the word means. So when I say I see the glory of God here. I'm looking at the work that he's done in that life. And I see the glory of God. Everybody say dominion. Brother Martin talked about giving back blessings. If the Lord's given you something or, you know, he's put these things in your life and then you, without even thinking about it, really, I would say you, you you can lose it when you give it back you you've lost something my mind went back to adam and eve in the garden because as soon as they were created and placed in the garden god told adam i have given you dominion and that's actually it's pretty open ended i mean it, it wasn't a lot more specific or direct than that it's just you have dominion go exercise it you're in charge Go be in charge. But we know what happened. He gave up that dominion when he fell into sin. Right? And that was the the, the shift of power. Because I promise you, God didn't create the earth just so that Satan could exercise dominion in the earth. That's obviously not his intent. But when Adam and Eve sinned, they gave up the dominion. They forfeited the dominion, right? But we know that through the process of time and the work that God has done throughout Scripture, from Adam all the way up to now, He's restoring dominion. Think about it for a second. What does that look like? Well, simply, again, like I said, dominion is you're in charge, you're the boss. Now, that doesn't mean so that you can walk around and, ooh, I'm in charge here, and everybody's got to do what I say. Not quite, but it's not too far off from that. When you really, truly have dominion, because what we have is dominion over, I'm going to use a a term here, I don't want to lose you. We have dominion over the prince of the power of the air. That's a kind of a fancy word for Satan. We have dominion over the prince of the power of the air. Because when Adam and Eve sinned and they gave that dominion to him. The scripture says by one man sin entered into the world. But it also says by one man he overcame that sin. That's through the work of Jesus. So he restored. It says that I've heard this talk. I know I'm not the only one here who's heard this talk. The son of man has come to seek and save that which was lost. We hear that and we think about lost souls, but there's a lot more that was lost. And we know that this was something that was lost dominion. But as he's come to seek it and to save it, he's restoring dominion. So really, I just simply have to look at my life and say, am I exercising dominion in my life? Am I exercising it? Or do I wake up every day and feel like I'm just subject to whatever's going to happen? I don't know if it's going to be a good day, a bad day, or a mediocre day. We'll just kind of figure out at the end of the day because I'm subject to it. Brother and sister, it doesn't have to be that way. When you wake up. You get to choose dominion. We use the term kingdom. And we talk about the kingdom of God. If you picture that word kingdom in your mind, the letters, the last three letters, D-O-M. That's the same in Greek as dominion. So king, King's dominion, kings dominion that's what that word means so you wake up and you get to choose again i'm going to live under under the king's dominion and I, I, by choosing that i'm i am therefore saying i'm not subject to whatever else any other king wants to try and do i, I i'm living under the king's dominion john chapter 1, Brother Gabriel, we're going to start in the King James Version here. John chapter 1 and verse 1. I want to talk about Jesus for a little while, if that's okay. I hope that's okay. In the beginning was the Word. Everybody say the Word. In the beginning was the Word. Word. Everybody say in the beginning. That's at the beginning of all. I, I like the way that when I was studying this, there's a there's an image that that the scripture uses, or that the that the um, the the dictionary of this word uses. In the beginning, it says the corners of a sail, like a sailboat, the, the, the sheet when you, you when you raise a sheet on a sailboat. And you got a corner over here, and you got a corner up here, and you got a corner back here. It's saying that corner is the beginning. So I get this picture in my mind of the sailboat. And everywhere that that boat goes for the very first time, where that point is, that tip is, is the beginning. So this scripture says, in the beginning. Nothing's there yet. This is what's Happening in the beginning. In the beginning was the word. Again, the Greek word there is logos. In the beginning was the logos. Logos simply means an expression of a thought. So, in the beginning was the expression of a thought. Whose thought? What thought? About who? About what? Well, keep reading. In the beginning was the Logos, the expression of the thought, and the Logos was with God, and the Logos was God. God. In the beginning was the word, and it was with God, and it was God. So this is the expression. In the very beginning was the expression of a thought of God. Those, those prepositions might trip you up if you're not careful. With God. Okay? So like, like, like God's here, and this thing's here, and it's with him. Or, or like, you know, I, I, I'm carrying a basketball under my arm. It's with me. So, uh, in the beginning is me and my basketball, and it's with me. No, it's not like that because of the next phrase, was. There's no preposition there. It's just simply a statement. The logos was God. If I'm carrying a basketball, that basketball is not me, right? And I'm not that basketball. It's with me, and so it's kind of confusing But when you put the two together in the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word was God. Verse two, the same was in the beginning. That's the same is the logos, the word. The same was in the beginning with God. That's just a a further statement of truth. So it's like I say, Brother Martin's wearing a blue shirt and this blue shirt is what he's wearing. With the devil is just, right? That's what it's, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Verse 3, all things were made by him. Now we have a pronoun you didn't know you are coming to English class tonight. But now we have a pronoun associated with the word. Not God, the word, okay? I don't want to lose you, but I'm trying to draw a clear distinction of what this is talking about. All things were made by him. Him meaning word or him meaning Logos or him meaning the expression of the thought. Everybody stay with me. All things were made by that expression of the thought that was with God and that was God. Everybody say all things. Were made. How did this get here? How did we get here? All things were made by the word. And... (laughs) Here's another double expression. And without him was not anything made that was made. Okay? So everything that came into existence did so by the word. Verse 4 In him was life. Okay, here's another new element. So we have, we're going through a few elements. we got the, the Word, that's an element, the Logos. We have God, an element, because the Word and God, they're with each other and they are each other, okay? And then we have all things made, and then we have life. Everybody say, in Him was life. And the life was the light of men okay we've got another element here see this is this is a elementary lesson because we're talking about this element and how it relates to this element so we got the word we got god we got all things we got life and we got men those are elements we put them together in these four verses so in him was life and the life was the light of men verse 5 and the light shineth in darkness. This is not Genesis. Okay? Don't get confused. If, if you were a Bible quizzer, you would think, okay, I know two books of the Bible that start with in the beginning. Genesis and John. Genesis 1:1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. John 1-1, in the beginning. Was the Word. Everybody still with me? And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Verse 6. There was, okay. So we talked about in the beginning, we talked about God, we talked about the Word, we talked about the life, we talked about the light, we talked about men, we talked about all things being created. And now we're going to a very specific point in time. Okay. There was a man sent from God whose name was John, verse 7. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that through that all men through him might believe. We're still talking about elements here, the elements. John is just another element in this passage and what he's doing. Verse 8, he was not that light, but he was sent to bear witness of that light. Verse 9, that was the true light. Now, I, 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 I don't want to lose anybody. I, I, I don't want to get anybody confused, but what I'm about to make a statement the light and the Logos are the same thing. That was the true light. That, that Logos, that word, that word, that man, him, all these things that we talked about here, that was the true light. Really what we're doing is we're learning different ways to define Jesus. The light, the word, the Logos, the expression, the creator. That was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Verse 10 He was, He being the Logos, He being the word, He being Jesus, He was in the world. What book are we reading from? John. Where does John fall in the New Testament after Matthew, Mark, and Luke? So John, writing this book, is talking about he that was in the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him. Okay, let's just stop and let that either sink in or blow your mind. Either way, you'll get the point. He was in the world... And the world was made by him. That's, that's kind of like me blowing up a uh, one of those little ball pits for my kids, inflatable. Pew, I made that. Now I'm going to get in it. See that? That's what, that's what he did. He was in the world, and the world was made by him. The Logos, the Word, Jesus. And the world knew him not. Verse 11. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. Verse 12. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Okay, we're still talking about elements here. Now we have the element of the name to as many as believed on his name. There's not too many times I'm trying to think offhand. I don't know too many times the disciples approached him and said, hey, Jesus. Right. Usually it's Lord, Master, Rabbi, (laughs) But, they, but he still had a name, right? We know very plainly and clearly that he had a name. That was kind of a whole angelic thing, if you, don't, if, if, if you remember. Mary, you shall have a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. So again, verse 12, But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe On his name, verse thirteen, which were born. Okay, now the element switches from talking about Jesus, the Logos, the Word, to the men, which were born. This these are the men; those that did receive him and those that did believe on his name. They are the which, which were born, not of blood nor of the flesh. So these are, these are men that, remember, he came into his own and, and they didn't receive him, but to as many as did receive him, that's the group this verse is talking about. They which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Verse 14. And the Word was made flesh. Uh, I, I don't know if John was thinking about so much that he couldn't get it all in there together in, in a timeline sense, because we already talked about him being him being in the world, and him coming to his own. And now he's going to further talk about him being in the world and coming to his own. The word. Where we started in verse 1. In the beginning was the word. The logos. The word was made flesh. I, I, I'll, I'll try to help you just really quickly here. I heard, I've heard this passage quoted so many times in my time in the church. When we talk about John 1 that we skip straight from about verse 2 or 3 down to verse 14, and, and we overlook everything else that we just read. And in doing so, it kind of instills incorrectly, I would say, a, 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 a time frame or a mindset that says, okay, well, he was God in the beginning, and he was, with the, he was with God, and then he came to the earth. And so we think, okay, that's pretty much all he's, all he did, right? In the beginning, he was there, and then he was made flesh, don't forget all things were made by him, and without him, there was nothing made. so he was there in the beginning and then he was there in, the, in creation of every single thing, and then he was in create he was there to create every single person and then a few thousand years later, the word that was in the beginning. With God was God. Now, again, we have an element of time here. The Word was made flesh. I told you I'm talking about Jesus. I hope I haven't gone over anybody's head yet. We're talking about Jesus. The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Like he could have been sitting in one of those chairs right next to you. Dwelt. That kind of dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. Like the glory of the music stand behind me. We beheld his glory. We saw him. John, writing this book, he's talking about the we, those that did see him. We beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Verse 15. John, bear witness of him, and cried, saying, This was he of whom I spake. He that cometh after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. Who's older between John the Baptist and Jesus? This is a little bonus trivia here. <laughs> That's a true question. Earthly years, John the Baptist, right we know that Mary went to Elizabeth, who's John the Baptist's mother John and John the Baptist was already in the womb, right so he's older in human years, but John had this picture really plain he that was he that cometh after me was preferred before me because He was before me. He was just like he was with God. The the word was God. He was before me. Verse 16 And of his fullness have we all received, and grace for grace. Look at Philippians chapter 2, and Brother Gabriel, if you'll jump over to the Amplified. All that was framework for where we're going to go here next. Okay? That's Jesus. That's an understanding of who he is, how he got to where he came, what he did. But again... If you just start to think of Jesus as being the one that makes everything creator, it all makes a little bit more sense. And that's what the scripture says. All things were made by him. The Logos. The word. Still with me? Philippians chapter 2, we'll start at verse 1. Sorry, no, start at verse 5. Let this same attitude and purpose and humble mind be in you which was in Christ Jesus. We're still talking about Jesus here. And he says, Paul writing here says, there were things about him that would be really good to replicate in yourself, like his mind. The things that were in his mind, the way that he thought about himself. Let the same attitude and purpose and humble mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus. Let him be your example in humility. Verse 6, who, this is Jesus, although being essentially one with God and in the form of God, that's the word, okay, What we just talked about in John 1, the word, being with God and being God. He's in the form of God, possessing the fullness of the attributes which make God, God. All those attributes were in Jesus. But he did not think this equality with God was a thing to be eagerly grasped or retained. If we were reading the King James, you would understand. If you got that, it's kind of going to be easier to follow along, okay? Because it says, let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God. Verse 7. But what did he do? stripped himself of all privileges and rightful dignity. Remember, we're talking about his example of humility here. So as to assume the guise of a servant, a slave, in that he became like men and was born as a human being. He took on the form of a servant, being found in the fashion, that's what the King James says, being found in the fashion of men. That's like we come over here and we stumble, oh, on a baby. We found him in the fashion of men. I found a human baby here, okay? That's what it means, being found in the fashion of men. Jesus, the Word, the Logos, the Creator, all those things made himself. Everybody say made himself. Made himself a servant. Verse 8. And after he had appeared in human form, he abased and humbled himself still further and carried his obedience to the extreme of death. Even the death of the cross. Verse 9. Therefore, because he stooped so low, God has highly exalted him. We know scripture says, he that shall be first shall be last. And he that's that's first shall be last and he that's last shall be first. This is an example of that through Jesus. His example of humility. It says, because he stooped so low, God has highly exalted him and freely bestowed on him The name that is above every name, verse ten, that in at the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, at the name of Jesus. Uh, Amplified can be kind of strange and and hard to read sometimes. That's why you see funky parentheses and what what? that doesn't. That's not even English. What is that supposed to mean? In at, but you read them together. In the name of Jesus, at the name of Jesus. Every knee should or must bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. Every knee. Everybody say every knee. Say it again. Every knee. One more time. Every knee in heaven and earth and under the earth shall bow At this name. Verse 11. And every tongue, frankly and openly, confess and acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Now, we're talking. I told you I was going to talk about Jesus. But really what we're talking about is glory tonight. The glory of God. Because Simply by the act of a tongue confessing that Jesus is Lord, we see the glory of God the Father. We see the expression, the visual representation of God the Father. Every tongue confess and acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Verse 12. Therefore, my dear ones, as you have always obeyed my suggestions, so now not only with the enthusiasm that you would show in my presence, but much more because I am absent, work out. This is a phrase that you hear sometimes in if, if you're honest, if I'm honest, it scares me when I hear this phrase. and I, <laughs> It kind of scares me in the same way of I would be scared if I gave my child a loaded pistol. Because what the phrase says is, work out your own salvation. Through all these things, Paul writing through all these things, just like you would be... <laughs> He says, with the enthusiasm that you would have if I was there, with that same enthusiasm, with me not there, work out your salvation. Now, this work out your salvation is not like. Get, get the blackboard up here and, and put a formula on the board. I'm going to, everybody watch me work this out, and I'm going to write it up here. No, not that kind of work it out. Anybody remember in math, that was, that, that's the most troublesome thing is having to show your work, right? Hate that. No, just let me tell you the answer and prove to you that I know what I'm talking about. Nope. <laughs> you got to show your work. So now, that's what the scripture is saying. Work out your own salvation. Amplified says, cultivate, carry out to the goal, and fully complete your own salvation. With reverence and awe and trembling. Self-distrust with serious caution. These are, uh, this is, uh, it's called Amplified for a reason. Okay, amplify. We got we got like two words in the King James. No, we got about 10 words in the amplified because when it says with fear and trembling, what does that really mean? Okay, (laughs) self-distrust. That's the fear part, because I'm afraid I'll get it wrong. Fear, self-distrust, don't feel like you're just going to know it all. So there's an element there of self-distrust. Serious caution, tenderness of conscience, watchfulness against temptation. Boy, this is an amplified version if I've ever seen one. Timidly shrinking from whatever might offend God and discredit the name of Christ. Verse 13. So I, I know I got to work. I, 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 I have to have enough understanding of Jesus and who he is to take on the responsibility of working out my own salvation. I'm going to say that again. I have to have enough understanding. I'm not telling you you got to know the whole Bible front, frontwards and backwards and be able to debate anybody at any time. No. But you have to have enough understanding to work out your salvation. It's not one of these things. Oh, salvation, leave me. I'm not looking. I don't want to know where I'm going. I just hope I get there. (laughs) That's not working out anything. Not in your own strength. That's the good news. Not in your own strength. So you have to work something out, but not in your own strength. Okay? We'll go back to the math for a, se- for a second. I don't want to show my work. I just want to give you the answer. But here's the good news. You get to copy. No, I shouldn't be saying that in the presence of these little ears. But you get to copy the answer, the work, because it's not in your own strength. It's not in your own wisdom that you get the answer. Not in your own strength, for it is God who is all the while effectually at work in you. The King James says it's God that worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. The Amplified, for it is God who is all the while effectually at work in you, energizing and creating in you the power and desire both to will and to work. I heard one preacher say this. No person can ever take credit for wanting to live for God. It's kind of a strange statement. You really think about it. And you're like, wait, no. I, I, I know that he's God and I know that I, I want to live for him. You can't take credit for that because of what this scripture says. God works in you both to will that's to want to, to will. My will is what I want, right? So it's God that works in you both to will and to do or to work, as the Amplified says, of his good pleasure. So what that means is I wake up in the morning. My mind's on Jesus. I didn't put it there. I know that this... this. Uh, it flies in in the in the face of so much of what we want to be able to do because we think okay if i just think good enough and i just think about the lord holy enough and pure enough then the problem is i'm trying to i'm trying to get credit for 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 thinking enough good stuff about god and and knowing the scripture and and doing these things but god is working in you, to will and to do his good pleasure. Now, I make a very simple question here. If God's working in every person, because that's a universal you, everybody. God's working in you. It's God that worketh in you. Why aren't we all doing his will? Why aren't we all working and wanting to do of his good pleasure. We got the landing gear coming out. I just felt it. We've been flying way up here. We got the landing gear coming out. You still with me? God wants to work through you to do His will, His good pleasure. That basically just means do what He wants to do he wants to work through you to do what he wants to do he'll give you the desire to want to do it but as paul said this or sorry, this is jesus jesus said the spirit is willing the spirit is willing you want to do it <laughs> But anything that's in my spirit. Is him working. The spirit is willing. He's that's is exactly what this scripture says. God's working in you to will. To want to do the good stuff. The spirit is willing. The flesh is weak. The flesh is weak. So. More good news for you. You don't have to get good enough flesh to do his will. Because, again, it's God working in you to will, that's to want to, and to do, to work, his good pleasure. Really, all this means is I get to wake up, thank him for putting my mind on him, Thank him for the scripture. Thank him for giving me the desire to live a holy life. That's not me desiring that. That's him working in me desiring to do that. But then thanking him for the ability to do it. Because I've already said it tonight. In my flesh, no good thing. In my flesh... I, I, I went about mm, 18 years, almost 19 years of trying to do enough good in my flesh. Trying to do enough good in my flesh, wanting to do it, willing to do it, trying hard to do it. The problem is, I did it. I know, it doesn't make sense. The problem is, I did it. I did enough good on my own, in my flesh, to think that I got this walk down. Look at me. Look at, look at my holy shoes as I am walking in the Spirit. Woo! And I'm, I'm willing, and I'm wanting to do, and I'm doing. But that, 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 that only gets you so far. Because as soon as you get one little hump that's too high for you to put your own holy shoes over, your whole world can fall apart. Because you've, you've put your, your ability, you've put yourself in the place of being the one doing the work. And, uh, oh, yeah, I know God's good, but it's me that's working to, to will and to do the, his will and his good pleasure. It doesn't work that way. We pray with me where you're sitting? Lord Jesus, God, it's you that works in us. It's your spirit that works in us. This is why we need your spirit so much. This is why we have need of your spirit so much tonight, Lord Jesus. Jesus, I pray, let me lean on you. Let me lean on your strength, on your will. Jesus, not on my own strength and not on my own understanding, but your will. Jesus, I believe that it's your grace that empowers us to do your will. It's your grace. It's the gift of your grace that empowers us to do the things you want us to do. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You know, Paul writes... In Romans, along these lines, the will to do is within me, but what i 'm doing is not what i 'm willing to do. You can read that frontwards, backwards, in every way, and if if, if the holy ghost isn't helping you you 're not going to get what he 's saying because he's saying the what I want to do, I don't do. What I don't want to do, I do. This is the, newsflash. Who wrote that? Paul wrote that. The Apostle Paul. One of the greatest examples, living examples of Christ that we've ever seen wrote, I don't do the things that I want to do. I wish I could be doing these, but I'm not doing that. I'm over here still doing the stuff I don't want to do. This is Paul writing that. Because, like like I said, he's trying, when he's working in his flesh, when he's doing his own thing, that's where he finds himself. Why don't you stand with me? Let's pray one more time. Lord Jesus, God, I pray right now, give us the wisdom, Lord, to lean on you. Give us the wisdom, Lord Jesus to lean on you, to understand. I pray, open our understanding tonight, Lord Jesus. God, that we would trust in you as the source of all that we need to do the, the things that you want us to do, God. Jesus, I pray that you would bring us to a place of an end of ourselves, God, where we stop trying to accomplish your will in our own ability. Jesus, and that we start leaning on your grace. Let us start leaning on your grace tonight, Lord. In the name of Jesus. 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 Would you just talk to the Lord for a moment longer? Jesus, I pray, instill your grace in us tonight. Instill your grace in us tonight, Lord Jesus, your grace that gives us the ability, your grace, Lord Jesus, not in ourselves, not in our own strength. In the name of Jesus, we lean upon you tonight, Lord God. We lean upon you tonight, Lord Jesus. You are the strength that we need, oh God. You are the help that we need, oh God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we lean upon you, O oh God. In the name of Jesus. God, we want to live for your glory. We want to live for your glory, Lord Jesus. We will confess that you are Lord. We confess tonight that Jesus is Lord. To the glory of God the Father. Give us an understanding of who you are, Lord Jesus. Let it be rooted deep in our spirit, O God, that we would know beyond question, that we would know beyond doubt that you are Jesus, the Lord, that you are God, the Father. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, come on, his spirit's lingering here tonight. He wants to instill some things in our spirit. I pray, just open your spirit right now and let the Lord put these things in. We receive of you tonight, Lord. We receive of you understanding, God, and grace and empowerment tonight. In the name of Jesus, I pray the impartation of faith tonight. Jesus, I pray the impartation of grace tonight. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, God, it's you that works in us. It's you that works in us to co- accomplish your will. Hataye Ramaha Sakataha Ye.
2: Would you read prayer for just a moment? And why don't we just Why don't we just wait there a little bit? Amen. Lord Heavenly Father, hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah. I andoria masyon, doria masyotoria. Doria doria. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah. Lord, we give you glory, Father. We give you all the glory, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Blessed be your name, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, we got to learn how to pray. We got to pray in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. If you're going to spend eternity in heaven, that's what you're going to be doing. We're going to be praying. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah. Father, I worship you, hallelujah. I worship you, Jesus. He and Doria, Masion Doria. He and Doria, Masion Doria. He and Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah. Have your way, Lord, have your way. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Have your way in our lives, Lord. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. He masiotoria. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus, Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, we love you, we love you, we praise you and worship you tonight, Lord. Father, we worship you, Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, hiatoria masiondoria, have your way, Father, have your way. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah. Come on, we've heard the word tonight. Amen. The Lord's reaching to us. You got to be willing to go further than you've ever gone before with him. Amen. I'm not saying everybody's going through something, and sometimes it's not about that, but it's about spending time with him, amen? Let's spend a little more time with him, Lord, I worship you, I desire for you to lead and guide me, Lord, just have your way tonight in us, hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah, I and Doria Doria Siodoria. Iriosyandoria Masyon Doria. Iriosyandoria Siodoria. Iandoria Masyon Doria. Have your way, Lord, in my life. Have your way, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I andor Irios yandor yamas yondoria. Ia toria yotoria. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, let your spirit prevail tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah. I andor yamas Iriosyan Doria Sotoria. Iando Rya Iatoria, Sion Doria. Ia Toria Sion Irio Syan Sotoria. Irio Sotoria. Come on, everybody come together. Hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah. Come on, find somebody to pray with right there where you're at. Hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah. Lord, I pray unity tonight, Lord God. I pray unity, Jesus, hallelujah. Father, that you would have your way, Lord. He adori, he sion, he adori, he sion, he adori. He rio sion, he We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Jesus. We thank you, Father. I thank you, Lord God, for everything that you do, Lord God, for everything that you're going to do, Lord, in our lives. I pray in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, that you would have your way in us tonight, Lord. That's it. Yield yourself to him hallelujah jesus hallelujah we yield ourselves tonight lord god we yield ourselves to you lord we thank you for your word lord god we thank you jesus for your loving kindness father for your mercy and grace lord god I andoria, massio toria, irio si andoria, siotoria. I andoria, toria. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I andoria, siotoria, irio si andoria, I masiotoria. I worship you, Lord. I worship you. Irios We love you, Lord. We love you. Worship and praise you. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! I andoria siotoria, I riotsi andoria siotoria, I ando shio toria shio toria. I a toria ma siotoria, I ri we andoria massiotoriar I riar iar I courio We worship you we worship you lord We worship you we worship you Blessed be your name, Lord. Blessed be your name. Amen. We're a praying church. We're a praying body. Amen. We're joined to him and we got to we got to pray. Amen. You're all dismissed in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Come expecting Sunday. Amen.